0: a Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads
1: podcast.
0: It's Loose Dads. It's a Dadsnet podcast. It's the best Dadsnet podcast. Don't tell the others that we said it, but it's definitely true. You know what, but <laughs>
2: I've also heard some of them say that as well.
0: Oh, well, probably, yeah. yeah. There you go. That we're the best, obviously. Yeah. Yes, yes, clearly. And well, they would be correct. <laughs> yes. And it's good that they're right once in a while, because let's face it, <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, um, we're going to answer some questions from people on the Dad's Net forums. We are going to look inside the news to see how it affects parents. We're going to be giving you our recommendations of things that we're into this week. But first of all, the most important thing to do is to introduce the panel. And it was the week that the Elizabeth Line opened in London. And uh, Mayor Sadiq Khan said this will benefit London and the rest of the country. Did not benefit my commute to school early <laughs> today to take the kids in Yorkshire. So Liar, Sadiq. Absolute liar. Uh, who would have thought someone would get into a position of power and just lie about things? <laughs> and then Very unheard of. Do it so brazenly. Um, anyway, so I'm going to introduce the panel based on the London transport that they would be. Um, Brad is a London cabbie ranting about the trouble with the world today. <laughs> You would be a great cabbie, Brad. You would. Also, if you're listening to Loose Dads because you saw Jack's appearance on GB News today, Brad's probably going to be the one you like the best. <laughs>
2: They really got the wrong loose start on, didn't they? Uh, they really did. Yeah, they really did. I, but honestly,
3: though, if I was on that, they would have had to cut me because there's a couple of times where I was watching your clip, Jack, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, oh, oh he's gonna say that, he's gonna say an F word." Oh, oh. I'm like, "This in my head. I know." I, know I had exactly. to be really
0: careful. I knew there was no bleep button. Yeah that's it you'd have been there noting down when the swear was that's what Jack has to do that's one of his big jobs yeah. on this podcast is to know down where people swear mostly him so it's fine and then uh, bleep it out before it goes out because yeah. of your sensitive ears
3: although the funniest I mean- thing, although the funniest thing is Jim I don't know if you've noticed the past two episodes he doesn't bleep out my swearing but he bleeps out his Oh, so he wants you to be the bad guy. Yeah, my F words just keep flying under the radar. I'm not sure (laughs) if it's my accent or something. He's, Jack, Jack oh. as head of uh, podcast, is trying to get Brad fired.
4: that's, yeah, like, that's it. Like, yeah. Leave them in, see what happens. It's cancel culture.
0: Hey, am I right, GB News people? Cancel yeah. culture. Oh, oh, we don't oh. like that, do we? If I want to be racist, I'll be bloody racist, right? <laughs> don't cancel me. I, I, I was, playing a, I was okay. playing a character.
2: All right, Jim, so that's I the really, GB News really, people I really missed, now. I really missed an opportunity because the woman who was supposed to be giving the opposite opinion to me was uh, ex-Brexit party MEP Belinda someone Uh, and she said something that made some sense and I I missed the opportunity because her camera froze to say I think that's the first time I've agreed with something a Brexit party MEP has said
1: scathing and satirical
2: (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't say it Jack
4: Jack, we've probably got brexity people listening now say look that that's, that's it. it anyway well thank you for listening thank you for trying <laughs> us out people who've joined us from gb news it was, it was good innit? it it was great oh, brexit, brad, brexit. Brad, brad, quick quick say something You're pretty
0: sovereign right brad what's
4: your word for snowflake again say it Marshmallows.
0: there we go he's gone back on side they were just about to turn off couldn't quite find out how to stop it though could they because you know it takes them a while and um, anyway Based on what I was talking about uh, a while ago, Jack is editing this podcast and it's like he's going round and round in circles and then getting nowhere sometimes, I imagine, when he's trying to edit this nonsense. So he's like the M25. Hey. Oh, nice.
3: One, one of I my mean,
0: favorite probably got a room remember a good couple of hours ago I mentioned that I'm introducing the panel in terms of the London (laughs) transport that they would be recap we got way late I I imagine I imagine Jack moves a little bit more than the M25 though not not
2: much I I have a feeling this is going to be one of those podcasts that's quite long.
0: yeah yeah we already started quite late as well so um, one of us could fall asleep by the end of this who knows luckily none of us have to get up early uh,
4: what Um, Uh, Guys, uh, I've I've not said that for at least two weeks now,
0: so you can't even use it one I mean, talking of Sparky cliches, right? I was going to call Sparky the Waterloo and City Line because it's so short, but I'm not going to do that. Because I'm not not cruel, all right? But instead, what Sparky would be, would be flight BA946 out of Heathrow, heading at 30,000 feet to Dusseldorf, cruising at a speed of 500 knots because he likes playing that stupid
3: simulator game off the internet. Nice.
4: Amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I'll take that one. Nice or, one. It,
3: or is he like the DLR, which is like a smaller version of a tram, which is like a smaller version of a train?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. I was trying to be kind to Sparky by calling him. I was calling him a nerd and really by the standards of this podcast, that is high praise for Sparky, sir. <laughs> but, but, but
4: you did go with quite a big plane though, rather than a Cessna. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, guys. It's- right. Well, I know Brad. You're head of podcasts for Dad's Net, and Jim's now got a job for Dad's Net. I'm going to contact Dad's Net HR on a lot of you. All right. <laughs> yeah. You or- get you get in touch with Brad at Dad's Net. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I was going to Brad was in charge of HR.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the day that Dad's Net employ Brad is the day they've got more problems than your complaints. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they they won't have many issues, but in Employees will be one because everyone will just get Alan sugared. You're fired. You're fired. I like that you've assumed you're going in at the top. (laughs) Of course I am because I'm going to fire everyone who's in the way. (laughs) Al, you're the founder. You're fired. Get out of here. Jim, what
4: transport would you be from London? (laughs) I'd be the Northern
0: line
1: because...
0: Because I love the 90s boy band Northern Line, obviously, that's why it'd be that. I thought it might have been Um, horse and cart because you're old. (laughs) (laughs) Now I sort of work for the dad's net. Is that workplace
1: bullying?
0: (laughs)
3: Okay. Well, hold on, though, Jim. That that does mean that there are to be no ball jokes from you then oh yeah
0: well I I really I was trying to work the millennium dome in and I couldn't so (laughs) I just moved away away from it I I mean we're about 10 minutes in we've only just done the introduction oh my goodness hey let's play a game sort of the bed's not this long okay (laughs) you had to do some work are not you nope right let's sort of play a game ish Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. Normally, this is the part of the show where we play a game. We're not actually playing a game this week. We're going to do something different. So it's just another thing. But you'd probably just use the game thing because that's the music you've got, right, Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not making something new for this. So uh, I thought what we'd do is bring some recommendations to the podcast because it's always nice, isn't it, to find out what other people are listening to or watching or playing or enjoying. So why not? bring that to the podcast everyone brings a recommendation for people to go away and explore jack what would yours be
2: mine yes would be a mobile game now right i don't don't get a lot of time to do console gaming these days i've even i've got the old sega set up in my bedroom and i I still don't have time for that but what i do have time for when i am perhaps on the toilet or in bed for 10 minutes before I go to sleep
3: is play a game on my mobile phone is that when you're sitting on the toilet reverse cowgirl cowgirl <laughs> leaning on the cistern
2: yeah, <laughs> that's it that's it yeah, yeah.
3: Yeehaw. Yeah. um
2: <laughs> this game is called U Basketball GM that is the letter U the word yeah. basketball yeah. and then the letters G and M now if you've ever been into your football manager games and you think football shit give this a go <laughs>
1: okay so <laughs> basketball
2: management yes football manager but for basketball uh, and it's how has it taken them 20 years to work that out I don't, I don't know because I've been longing for this game for a few years now and it just hasn't existed and the other day I did a random little search for it and went oh my god it oh my exists god, it exists, <laughs> it exists. <laughs> I was giddy <laughs> and uh i've downloaded it and i'm really shit at it but (laughs) it's it's addictive so if you're looking for a a game that doesn't take you a lot of time to play you basketball gm
0: okay is it a paid for game or is it a free game that one is
3: free actually. Are there right. in-app there is a purchases? Say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can buy <laughs> oh, characters. You know in. always in-app that, that, purchases. That does in, Nothing does my head in more than pay to win sort of thing. Like, so it's
2: not pay to win. It's just like, if you want more in-game money, you can have it. But I don't know why you would do that. Okay. But I, I completely agree with you.
3: you. You download a game, you go, this looks great. Yeah. Oh, you get into it and they're like, oh, if you want to speed up your characters buy yeah. this for like a fiver and you're like yeah oh, for the like, we, we without wanting
0: played... to sound like the voice of capitalism but um you know we've got some gb news listeners so i thought i should um <laughs> i mean they, they do also have to get paid don't they developers like well, they can't just give ab- away everything abso- for free ab-
3: they absolutely do, do but they do. i would i would rather spend 10 quid and buy the game outright yeah uh, right. And be able to finish it without having to constantly be buying purchases and things within the game.
2: I I find it's a real problem with shooters at the moment, especially like you know you can mock mobile gaming for being a shit, a poor man's gaming, but um, mobile shooters, you, it's constant. You you get, you know, a level three gun or whatever. Yeah. But then you can't compete with the people online because they're all using level one hundred guns, and you're like, well. This is pointless. I literally can't play this game. Unless you pay.
0: Unless you pay money for that specific gun or that specific armor. Do you know what was better? When they'd give you the game for free and they'd make their money by selling all your data.
4: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, basically, I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't know no,
0: about that. Because episode. you don't know it. No. I mean, until you get some rubbish emails through, but you don't really know about I it. I mean, you, the so. worst
3: that's going to happen to me is I'm just going to receive like some random porn emails and stuff. Like, come on, dude. That's like... And fun, after I mean, five you minutes, before. you'll
2: download it. You'll <laughs> yeah, delete it. I mean. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I'll be like, oh, that, that looks like a decent link. Check <laughs> that out. <laughs> no, <laughs> no harm, no foul. <laughs> there we go. And then uh, just Brad, delete it after. Brad, what is your recommendation this week? So this one is a TV show that I got introduced. It's actually been around for quite some time. And I absolutely love the crap out of it because it is so non-PC and insulting that it makes me think of the good old days. Is <laughs> yeah. it Songs of Praise? <laughs> <laughs> is it I Friends? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, come on. Anyone that gets insulted by Friends can just can do one. But um, no, no, no. It's a it's a show called Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Absolutely love the just how stupid the humor is. It's mm-hmm. like so non-PC, but like, your, your your protagonists are actually douchebags, but douchebags that you like, but they are obvious douchebags. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a lot like loose dads in some <laughs> <ways>. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like are waking up in the morning going, you're a douchebag, but I like you. Um, but yeah, no, it stars um, Danny DeVito. That's he, my favourite thing about it.
2: Yeah. How if, the hell did they get Danny DeVito into that show?
3: So, um, I mean, I, I heard from a friend who loves the show that... What happened is the network are about to cancel them and Danny loved the show so much that he said he will join it. And if they can up the ratings, they can continue the show going. So that's how they got him involved. Wow. It's massive now. It's, was it, on like season 11 or something? Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, crazy. What platform is it on? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay.
4: Have you definitely heard other people talking about it, but I've never seen an episode? Give it a go, man. It's really good. I
0: watched the first four episodes and really enjoyed it. And then just never
4: watched <laughs> it again. And there was no reason, absolutely no reason. It's weird when you do that. You just bother. ghost a
3: series. It's like yeah. suddenly, no, yeah. no, no, I don't yeah. even want to know what happens yeah. at the end of the series. Like bollocks, I can't and even be bothered. And, and that's the weirdest thing, is because you enjoy it so much, and you're like, oh, cool, and then you forget about it, and then you see it again, you're like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Could I? What? No, I just can't be. It's has Been too long. Yeah, now. there's something about having abandoned it. It's like, well,
0: I, oh, yeah, that's a a, to
2: go back to that. It's a bit like when you put it on your list. You know, oh, and then you go back right, and look still, through your yeah. list and you're like... Yeah. Nah. I must have really fancied that at the time, but <laughs> it looks really <laughs>
0: Who
4: was I two weeks ago?
2: Sparky, what was your cake.
4: recommendation? <laughs> oh, I've watched some well, of that. Well, that should be on everyone's no, list. Yeah, oh, yeah. First time I've watched some of that this week. Um, Yeah, I mean... It's a lot of drama and a lot of pretending to be judgy about something. Like, it's like, oh, (sighs) but actually it is enjoyable, isn't it? It's good background whilst you're scrolling through, I don't know, TikTok or listening to your kids scream. Um, Or you, basketball (laughs) GM. Or are you basketball GM in, or sitting and watching and concentrating
0: on what's on the screen.
4: Well, Jim, <laughs> my recommendation—you'll be into them because it's actually the I think the only telly program that me and my behalf to sit and fully concentrate on. It's a game show, but it's a bit of a different game show. I might have mentioned it last week, Um the One Percent Club. It's, it's on ITV and it's, um, Lee Max, the host. It's right. Like, oh, I've seen Lee it Mac. only th- on Gogglebox. I've not seen it in real life. Well, Gogglebox is what got me to watch it because I saw it. I'm, and my mum, my mum came up and she said, Oh, I'm, I'm really loving this new program, but it's a game show. And I, I brought one of the questions to ask you tonight just to sort of like tease you because it's, it's not about what you've retained it's in your on. brain. It's, it's, it's about logic. Like you've got to work out each question. Like, Look into the answer as um, look into the question as well as just coming up with the logical answer. Really, in terms of you know okay. straight up. So um, I, I'll give you an example. But anyway, what is is like hundred people in the room, and the reason you, we stay focused on it is because you they start off at like the ninety percent question, like ninety percent of the British public would get this one right, and then it goes all the way down to the one percent question, and it's eliminating people as you go. You get one pass. And if you get it wrong, you're out. So like it's, okay. and you can stay in the game. show. So me, we watch it, we play along and it's like, we're, we're still in at the 40% question and we're like, you know, we're excited at that. Yeah. Um But it's like the best game show we've watched in ages. We've gone and rinsed it all back on ITV Hub because I think it's about seven episodes in now. Um, but what's do you the, want a question surprise, Sorry. Uh, that's up to, right? That's the only bit I really don't like about it. Cause he's like the, all the way through and he must hate saying it. He's like, where well, you can win up to £100,000. It just. It's that not a as good as him. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Sparky, how long have you worked in radio and done exactly the same thing? It's called yeah.
3: spinning it. I know, I know. Yeah. But it's and then like they come they and spin
2: go, spin. oh i of one. You go, you've won £25. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: you know, an interesting. Just, just before you ask uh, your question, Sparky, I found this out the other day because we were watching a new um, show on Netflix called Bullshit. And it's a game show, and I, like, it just doesn't make like it I don't think it'll last very long anyway. They're giving away far too much money. But it's an American <laughs> themed one. And I was just interested the other day because someone won the one million dollars and I was like, does America tax like your winnings from a game show? And it does. Oh man. How much percent? Well, it's your it becomes part of your, your yearly allowance through Earnings. What what do they call it? The what's their
4: but I don't know what America's is. I just about know what ours is, to be Yeah, me. the HMRC, <laughs> IRS.
3: Yeah. the IRS. IRS, That's isn't it. Yeah. it? yeah. So it becomes part of your allowance, and then that gets worked out, and, and the tax is deducted accordingly. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. They do course.
0: that with lottery winnings as well. Then, In no, no. Lottery winnings, yeah, they, they tax them nationally, then at state level, and then some people get a, a, a city tax as well. Uh, so, and then I, I researched and it. I was
3: like, Oh, oh yeah I was gonna I forgot Jim is like the the master of of lottery numbers it's all there. it's all okay uh, in my brain still <laughs> but then I was like oh does the UK us winners and thankfully not as it should be hey no there is something still great about this. uh great. Yeah.
4: <laughs> there is something.
2: There you go. Uh, make Britain but, great again.
4: <laughs> so, right, coming
0: in. Hey, you're getting into it now, Jack. Yeah. One appearance on Great on GP News.
4: Let's see how sharp you are then on the 1% Club. I think this was a, a 10% question, so 10% of the British probably got it right. Okay, what can you put between a six and an eight that will make a number that's greater than six but still less than eight? I know Right hold on Jim I'll Hold it for a second okay. Let these well, I mean actually If you know
3: Hold on. Can it be so just equal
4: like... to eight Can it be It could be No it needs to be Less than eight The question What can you put Between a six And an eight I love Jim's smugness That will make a number That's greater than six And less than eight Jim I, mean, I got there's no the reason obvious, I'm asking
3: this one is because I got it right there's, <laughs> an obvious, there's an obvious number that stands out but that's obviously that can't be the obvious number can it oh right I'm greater than 6 it. and less than 8 yeah which would obviously be 7 but is that the answer it won't
0: no, be it, it Jim, won't do, do want to tell them what the answer is no because no, that would be then 678 no it's a decimal point
4: hey! Ah. you see and like that's how the game works is you're thinking mathematically even though that is a mathematical answer it's and honestly go and watch one episode watch it with your other halves and report back (laughs) because it's like it's great it needs to be on mainstream I feel like they're trying it out at the moment like it's it's on a bit later but this this could be a big Saturday night TV show Hmm. Lee like, Mack's getting a lot of work, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 I don't begrudge him, eh? I think he's very good. But, you I, know, I his agents it. upped their game. Yeah, I think he's very good. I, I loved oh, him as a stand-up so comedian good. back in the day. He used some of our funniest jokes. Like, I'm so cockney, me at Like, he... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, think, he is hilarious. But I think he actually... He's not he's not as good with, with the audience. He tries to banter with the audience through the game. And sometimes he comes off a bit like he's absolutely trolling them live, <laughs> live on TV. It's like... <laughs> oh, go easy,
3: Lee, go easy. But he is a stand-up comedian and like you just unleash them on people and I, they I, take them I, down. I remember him saying that a South African accent reminded of him someone playing a vinyl in reverse as the music would say, <laughs> praising Beelzebub for bringing <laughs> 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 the destruction of the, the human race and shit like that. <laughs>
4: I remember that joke because he does it and he just, he's doing kill the record.
3: Kill your parents, kill your parents.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, guys, 1% Club, that's my recommendation nice. anyway. Because anyway. he's
0: doing that show with Holly Willoughby, isn't he? The Wim Hof uh, jumping in cold water. Is things. he? And him and Holly Willoughby as a double act is weird, but it works, kind of. It's,
4: yeah. Hmm. Well, I've not seen that. Is that your recommendation this week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all right. That's just about people jumping in iced water, which, you know, is fine for them, I guess. Um, if you want to watch Alfie Bow Freeze, then that's up to you. That's your job, you know. Um <laughs> my recommendation is um, uh, I hesitate to say this really because um, I take the mick out of Sparky so much for his plane thing but this it, is a game called Gesser, and it's you can tell how cool and up to the minute it is because they've, they've left out the second E so it's uh, SSR at the end like they did you know about 20 right. years ago yeah, when yeah, yeah. everyone <laughs> went through that They'd, so well done to them for being finger on the pulse uh, well, <laughs> re- invented yeah, exactly. Um but what it is is basically you uh you play this game, it drops you somewhere on Google Earth, and you have to work out within a certain amount of time whereabouts you are, and you have to get as close to where you are as possible. And it seems like a kind of I really you know, want to I play it. <laughs> I sounds amazing. You. Concept. You've got is, me, you've it's, got so, me. It sounds it's ab- so good. How, so how so do you guess like where you are? Well, you have to just like go, because you're on Google Earth, so you can go forwards and backwards. So you can kind of try and find road signs and things like that. And then you have to put a pin as close to where you started as possible. And uh, and you get points. And I really the, want to play this. Sounds a bit sometimes like it film. takes a long time. Sometimes it doesn't. It's. I would like playing the British one and trying to guess where it is just by looking at the kind of surroundings. I'm not very good at it particularly, but... <laughs> It's 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 ace, and it takes me back to, you know, when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, yeah, and it was a huge success, and and everyone was like, oh, we need to get into the inventing game shows game because <laughs> they've made a lot of money off that one, and I was desperately trying to think of something, and what, and this is like twenty years ago, I was thinking they could have a game where you had to. Guess where a place was just by looking at a picture and then I realised how terrible that idea was But and it was such a terrible idea that it, for most, you know, most weeks over the last 20 years it's come back to me and I've shuddered at how embarrassing it is and then a friend
4: introduced me to GeoGuessr the other day and it's essentially that but... <laughs> Done well, <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's the problem with you. With, with, the great ideas you have, or the not-so-great ideas, you Google them, and everybody's always done them or something. Yeah. You always find that out. You're like, oh god, nothing's original.
0: But the best thing about this is there's, there's people on YouTube. You go and see videos, and they uh, try and break records for finding these places. And this, I've watched this bloke in about two minutes find about ten places where he was, and it was like it was, uh, it was addictive. So, not only is the game addictive, the videos are. I was going
2: to say, yeah. Not only are you Guessing streets, but you're watching people do it. Yeah, quickly. Uh, so, you know. Does-
4: oh, Jack, do you- does-, oh, does, does that sound as thrilling to
2: you as the basketball one does to me?
4: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Guys, this is what's happened though, is because we've been so like our brains have been destroyed by Coco Melon and CBBs and all of that stuff on repeat. It's like, "Oh my god, you can guess places and there's a game. Oh my god, there's a manager game. I don't even know how to play it, but it's great." Like that's who we've become.
0: It's mindful. That's the thing. I find it really mindful. It's like I've never really been into mindfulness at all, but and I'm like, "Oh, I get this now." You just like sit and go, oh, I'm on a street." There's a, does that say Birmingham on the bin? If it does, I must be in Birmingham.
4: <laughs> I don't know why this appeals to me so much, Jim, but I'm like, I'm, this, I've written it down here. I'm definitely downloading that after we finish. Give it a go. I've not paid for
0: the uh, the the premium. Amount, I'm just, you, you basically get five minutes, and then you have to wait another ten minutes before you can have another go. But it's fine. It's okay. It'll stop me. It'll stop
4: me getting too addicted. Jim, I ain't paying either, mate. So that's fine. No, exactly. I'm a dad. Like you know, yeah. we don't pay for things if we can do them free and at a disadvantage to us. We hand over exactly. our data. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You no, know
0: take it honestly take it if you'd let me have 10 minutes give me 10 minutes i just need another 10 minutes i just need it i can stop any time i want anyway this is loose dads from dad snap on the way we'll look inside the news find out how it affects parents This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, and we're here about to talk about the news. But first of all, we have some news of our own. You see the slick link there, right? You never lose it. You never lose it. Um, Yes, tickets for the Dadsnet Campout, they're on sale right now at dadsnet.com. Jack, would you like to explain more details? Yes, Jim, thank you very much. So the Dadsnet Campout this year is on September the
2: 10th. Uh, and it's going to be in Boston or near Boston, in Lincolnshire. And it's basically just a load of dads going to get together in this natural campsite. And we've got axe throwing, beer tasting. There's a bar in the evening. Pizza van. There's going to be football, volley, foot volley, volleyball, football, whatever you want to call it. Foot volleyball. Foot volleyball. Uh, and then in the morning, there's there's a breakfast van turning up and. It's just, it's just a really good chance to do all the stuff you wish you still had the time to do or the excuse to do. Um, no kids, right? With no kids, yeah, oh. just, just, just blokes in a field drinking beer. Um,
1: <laughs>
4: so if you're looking for a way out, you're like, how can I just literally guarantee myself a couple of nights away from the kids? Jack, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm a little bit peeved because you say Boston, Lincolnshire. I've got to go cancel my my tickets to Massachusetts now. (laughs) Did I not tell you that beforehand? Oh, (laughs) for
0: fuck's sake. Anyway, that's the Dadsnet camp out. Get your tickets at dadsnet.com. Can I just confirm the axe throwing is before the beer tasting? Yes, (laughs) not the other way around. During. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so, if you're in the Lincolnshire area, duck. Uh, this is Dad's Nets. Let's look inside the news. Yes. This is the news. So look at it and see how it affects parents. And the, the big story in the week that we're recording this is that the typical household energy bill is set to rise by about £800 pounds a year in October, the energy regulator has warned. Offgen boss Jonathan Briley uh, said that the price cap, which limits how much providers can raise prices, is expected to increase to £2,800 a year. Whoa, because of the continued volatility in the gas prices and that the number of people in fuel poverty may double to 12 million good news great news everybody nice. um <laughs> so the idea of a price cap is that the prices don't go above it if you change that every six months then it's slightly pointless
2: so, yeah. it's just just what variable is, rate energy isn't
3: its is, yeah. is this inclusive of whatever we just went through in april
0: yeah, so uh, it went up to uh, two thousand pound, basically average for
4: a year.
3: And now it's A-port, going up so even more.
4: Yeah, by quite a considerable
3: almost amount a, as well.
0: So grand, it? It. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, amongst the time that all the energy companies are announcing and celebrating their biggest profits on history. Like it's uh, oh man, this is the most Co- frustrating story. Of cost course, they're me. making
2: loads of profit.
4: Of course, they are paying through the so like, nose, it, but you know, but I, I don't know. Like, think about this if it was down, you know, they use Russia as an excuse and then they use volatility, I think was what the word you used there, Jim. Um, it, but hold on, like, it, if it was Russia, I could almost understand it because we because there's a war and that's where they create a lot of gas and stuff. So, you can go if it was just for that reason, but whilst they're swimming in freaking profits like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> why aren't we capping them? Like why? It's just a just a nice excuse to raise prices, wasn't it?
0: But yeah, and I think they get away with it because it's the they essentially sell to themselves, don't they? So, you know, Shell is making loads of money off selling the fuel that it has because of supply and demand, they can raise the price, raise the prices mm. and then, you know, they'll just put it through to other people who will then go oh well we're paying a lot more but Shell don't have to charge more no. they're just doing it because the system allows them to because that's what the market says when supply outstrips no demand outstrips supply so it's just capitalism so we bring that down and then we'll be alright so, thank you Jane. we have been saying this for weeks <laughs> yeah exactly there you go but it is weird it's so it's such a strange system isn't it that we're we're basically reliant on these people in the city running around and getting panicky. As soon as they panic about anything, prices go up. So we need to keep them calm. We should (laughs) maybe go and send some masseurs into the city of London. And I I wonder if it's the wrong drug that's
2: quite popular in the city. And really cocaine is the problem. uh, It's been blamed for a lot this week more violence as well. These city traders off their tits on cocaine panicking about shit because they're just so f***ing hyped up. Maybe right. if we were getting them some weed. You know, Do some we nice, need to send Ali G in? Yeah, yeah, to make him yeah, all his yeah. cup of tea <laughs> like he does on Ali
4: G in the house. <laughs> going, Wait,
2: is there a war in Russia? Does that mean the price is going to go up? Just have a brownie. Yeah, just have be brownie,
4: Clive. <laughs> it worked for that postman, guys. Uh, never forget that
0: story.
4: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to a good few months ago, isn't it? That was one of my favourite stories of the year. Never eat something that you don't know what it is. But, um, yeah, I... I, I, what you reckon that? Also, we could bring capitalism down if we legalized that as well. I think. I think well, look at what, what it's doing can, for Colorado and can, a lot of other places in America.
3: Can we also America. just can we can we just also maybe stop blaming capitalism for everything? Capitalism itself is is naturally a healthy thing. It's the douchebags abusing the crap out of it that screw up but, the whole entire system. Mm, but the doesn't, supply doesn't, and
0: demand thing is the central tenet of, of capitalism, isn't it? So, not, what, you know, right. it might work for us at a lot of times,
3: but at a time like this, it works against us quite yeah, badly. But but that's because they're abusing the system. But I'm saying capitalism itself would be healthy if people didn't abuse it. The supply and demand is fine, but you don't have to demand it at such an extortionate rate to make even more money to, to to be even more of a Scrooge McDuck. Like, that's what I'm saying. If but isn't, isn't the that, system
2: isn't the system open to exploitation?
3: Yeah, well, because humans are inf- like we're just yeah. total douchebags naturally anyway. Um, but I'm just so saying, that's like, that's, this- that's my challenge to you, Brad. Come up with a system that works. Uh, okay, okay <laughs> here we go. Right, okay, easy. Um, get, sort get, it. Get, get, well, here we go. Get rid of the human race. Problem sorted. No, you know what, true. though? You, gen, genocide, okay. Got it. Max. I mean, there's, there's a certain man
4: who's trying his hardest, to be fair.
0: So. <laughs> I
4: was speaking to my mate Charlie about this earlier, and he reckons, he's, he, jokingly, of course, but he's like, look, I think they're just pushing us as far as they can till we start a revolution. And It's like, do you reckon we're going to live through a revolution, guys, where everyone finally goes, enough is enough?
3: Hey, um, you know what, dude? It, geez, like, it wouldn't surprise me. I think our generation, what we've been through two economic crises. We've got... Through, like, a war going on at the minute, yeah. All whilst the millionaires through- are stood in parliament going, Well, you yeah, know, we're doing the best we can, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. We've gone yeah. through a pandemic, we've now got monkeypox on the rise. <laughs> well, <What>? oh, that's <laughs> a nonsense. What? What? what, you know, a revolution? Let's let's just do it. Let's, let's just, just do it, why not? Do it, man, why not? Yeah, yeah okay, we can, let's remember-
2: decide, we'll decide on the system later, yeah. <laughs>
4: Let's just do the revolution yeah. now. Hey,
3: Russell yeah, Brand yeah. sort of
4: knew what he was on about back in the day. Just put him in charge. He says long words when he's chatting to people. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, i
2: think I think there's some uh, credibility in that, man. <laughs>
1: he, he
2: says big words
4: and he, he blabbers about as much as Boris, but <laughs> I understand I his say, him. That's just Boris Johnson again. <laughs> with long hair and, and some skinny jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: about the same amount of uh, sex. I mean yeah, oh, yeah
4: they... Boris is a machine isn't he from what it seems and probably reputation. illegitimate children <laughs> well allegedly okay. okay I don't know allegedly. how many Russell Brand has <laughs>
0: I think I mean okay, if you libel two people at the same time. I don't right, know. I don't
2: know.
3: I'm hoping it's like a double well, negative, it just cancels. Right, okay. proud. And while we're at it, didn't um, didn't Lee Max steal his jokes from Gary Delaney who stole it from <laughs> the right, like, what's
4: going on? <laughs> I'd like to say it, though, if Russell is listening, I said him for Prime Minister at the start Wars. all so sue these buggers, not me, because I was <laughs> saying positive things about Russell the Brand. The thing is, with the, you, you know, money. with them getting a lot of action, you could see it with Russell Brand. You know, he's a handsome
0: man. <laughs> Boris Johnson, have you seen Boris Johnson when he goes out running in his like shirt and his yep. brogues? That is a picture of, you know how the Carry On films used to like create these really grotesque images of English men? They could never yeah. have
4: imagined anything as horrendous
0: as <laughs> Boris
1: Johnson
4: <laughs> out vi- for a run. Yeah, that video of him coming out in a creased up rugby top to give cup of teas to the uh, journalist that time. I just remember just looking at him thinking... Are you for real? Like, have you not got any morals in there?
0: One of the previous times he was found to be a liar. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, 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 actually, is a
4: historical one. That's not even libelous because it's been found to be true number number of times. (laughs) Right. So anyway, greedy money grabbing energy companies.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, how are we going to save money then? What are we going to do? Money saving tips. Have we got any money saving tips? Has anyone got anything? Who's the Martin Lewis of this podcast?
2: I genuinely have
0: one. That
2: we we are doing at home now. I boil the kettle in the morning, make my cup of coffee, and then I fill up a thermos flask full of the hot water that I've just boiled, right? And then over the course of the day, I go back and I use that to make my other cups of tea and coffee. What? So I don't have to keep boiling the kettle.
0: That's pretty genuine. I'm really sorry to anyone who failed to get through the first bit of nonsense on this podcast, because if they'd struggled through to this, what, 35-minute mark, they'd have got a genuinely good tip then. All those GB news people are well out, (laughs) there. They're gone. They're gone. Oh, they had to go at Putin. What? <laughs> uh,
4: I'm just trying to, um, yeah, uh, make my fiance feel guilty for using the tumble dryer. I know, don't kill me. We use it, we tumble dryer. Like, I mean, stop that. That's literally just might as well just set fun, fire to money in the background. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've I've really tried to talk her out of boiling a full kettle because I don't know what your other halves are like, but for some reason, even if she's just making a brew for herself, she she pours out the water that was already in kettle, fills it to max and then oh, boils it. And I'm my, like, it is
3: good work.
4: But you know it's one of those I don't want to sort of point it out because then I feel like I'm being a nitpicky partner. Like but that uh, you know I, what those
3: Sparky, that that is an absolute money waste. You really I know you might feel like you're nitpicking, but you should have a serious conversation <laughs> with it, because that like if the prices are just going up, dude, like nip yeah, that in the bud cause that can choose some through some hectic power. If you've ever seen like the old school meters that used to have the spinning dial to show you like they mm. remember they used to turn to show mm, and yeah. if you ever put on like a, a blow heater or an iron or a kettle those things spin out of control man anything anything that produces heat is the yeah is the yeah. worst culprit for it so yeah. try
2: and avoid that
0: so okay. basically in your household Sparky you're responsible for the lack of supply which is therefore being outstripped by the demand which is therefore
4: pushing the price it's your fault basically yeah, that's right. <laughs> right, okay. so tell like, Tone the only way you can stop this is if you chill out on the te- cups of tea babe like for god's sake <laughs> uh, another
2: another tip switch your washing machine down to 30 degrees oh yeah okay. yep. if we, we have been doing washes, that actually if you're doing
0: 90 degree washes you're rinsing money yeah, it's, like, it's lighting like a big kettle, as someone told me yes. <laughs> at one point. you washing machine when you're doing that? It's like a big kettle. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm just not really, but whatever. It's fine. Can't put your washing in a thermos flask though, can you? No, you can't. And the tea from the washing machine tastes like shit. <laughs> you don't need to use teaspoons though, so you don't have to wash them up because it's already mixing itself up in it. Nice, yes. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I don't like buying sandwiches anywhere. I've realised no one makes as good of sandwiches as me. And yeah. that's fine because it's much cheaper to do at home. Okay. Like It really is. There's, In fact, I would say that supermarket sandwiches, without wanting to sound like Sparky and making a sweeping statement, supermarket sta- sandwiches are one of the worst things that's ever existed, ever. <laughs> and for a lot less money, you can make your own. And it's a more pleasurable experience and cheaper, and yeah. probably healthier as well. Hold on, right.
4: Jim, have you not tried the uh, chicken, bacon, and stuffing Tesco one? Because that it sounds, sh- it sounds awful. It so sounds- I would oh. never choose that one. Come on, That sounds Jim.
0: absolutely <laughs> abysmal. That sounds like indigestion <laughs> in a paper bag. Like-
2: <laughs> the problem with is is with supermarket sandwiches. Whenever you get a chicken one, you're guaranteed you're going to pull a bit of chicken out of your mouth at some point. And go. Blah. Yeah, that more, well, that's a bit stringy. Yeah. Is yeah. that the beak?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> because
2: no one, as Jim says, no one cares as much about your happiness as you do.
0: They yeah. don't. Yeah. They don't care about you having a nice sandwich.
1: No, not as
2: much as they're you just do.
0: shoving it in those boxes and trying to shove it out, trying to get you to buy some crisps and a rubbish drink as well.
1: Mm. True,
0: it's say Jim. Definitely not a brew. Anyway, sorry, I've
4: libelled the supermarket industry. Um, (laughs) Sparky, have you got a new story? Yeah, I have. Um, It's, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's, uh, it's, I I, I picked this one because then I could have a sideline sort of rant about stag do (laughs) behaviour. Because did you see the story this week about uh, a group of lads that hired canal boats, three canal boats for, or, or two canal boats, sorry, for a stag weekend. They sunk one of them and abandoned the other. Um, on the lads, lads, lads weekend right now. Uh, oh, no, North yeah. okay, I... uh, no, it wasn't. It was in the Birmingham and West Bromwich canals, mate. Um, oh, but it's just like the thing is, I'm just trying to in the process of trying to sort my stag do out. And it's so difficult to do that because, um, if you're a stag, a group of stag, uh, a group of blokes, they don't want you in bars. They don't want you hiring an Airbnb without like a £2,000 deposit because Mm. they're like, oh, you're a group of lads. You're obviously going to smash this place up, which is not the case, I'd say, for probably about 95% of blokes. You've got to equate for the knobheads. Yeah, Um, there's always one. Not when you get to your age as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, we just want to have a few beers and a little chill and and have a nice view. Like, maybe, maybe, hopefully the lads might sort a stripper to come around. You just don't know. But Game of risk. Get, 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 yeah. some of my mates would be well up for that on a stag do but yeah I sunk a canal boat like these these people you know the, the, these few people let the rest of us down but uh, you guys have had any uh, rowdy stag dudes?
0: I've had the least rowdy stag do's and I quite enjoyed it as well it's just been very pleasant even when I was younger I was like yeah this is quite nice I've never been on one that's got really bad like we the worst thing that happened on my stag do was that uh, we went to the comedy store and about three or four of people fell asleep because you know we'd been drinking all day
4: Um, (laughs) I mean that that's the size of a good day though mate to
0: to be fair (laughs) yeah and gave the comedian something to talk about so you know double whammy there you go I've I've never been on a
3: stag do what what yeah, well, think about it this way. I moved here when I was 21, left all of my mates behind, got here, and it's really difficult to integrate with British people because they've all made their friends at high school and uni and everything. So to try and get into those right. groups of friends is difficult. So, loose well, dad,
4: stag do, I'm adding one. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> like any excuse yeah. to have more, let's have
3: a, have a loose dad, stag, stag, stag do, do. Did you have a stag do? Um, so... I love him to bits. My best friend was supposed to organize mine before the wedding, but he never did. And my dad said, should we all go to, to the pub down the road? So we did that because he forgot to organize something.
4: It's it's a oh, big responsibility. So with so you are the night out in the pub. Okay. <laughs> oh god. <Brad>. Don't <laughs> so you made you've literally just made me feel so right. Okay, we'll that will change. Don't worry. We're gonna sort. <sighs> I we're feel like we need that. to set up a GoFundMe or
2: something.
1: We, <laughs> <laughs>
4: we will. go and sink a canal boat, right, just in your honor, mate. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> good. See, it's, but that's it. This sounds like the going down the quiet route for a stag do is usually the best option these days, though, because, you know, if you go out in a club of a group of, I don't know, eight or more friends, or even six friends these days, and they're like, sorry, no groups, lads. You know, and it's, like, I find that really frustrating. Check the story out there, because it is quite funny. And then unfortunately, because of what happened, <laughs> they got the boat stuck in such a position, it flooded like two surrounding streets as well. So these knobheads oh, just not only wreck someone's boat... <laughs> and wrecked blokes trying to get on stag dues for the future on canal boats, but also people's houses. So, oh, nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, done, guys. You're going to have to be yeah, well
0: more subtle, aren't you, now, having stag do. I'm glad I don't have to have one. Do you know the best thing I did on my stag do? This is Ace. Uh, we went to a recording studio and recorded a version of Perfect Day. You know, the... The that, that is actually a and really they did good idea. Separate lines each, and we were, just like a couple of massive crates of beer, and we went in. And the blokes there would—I think what normally happened on a Saturday was that they just got kind of loads of kids singing pop songs really badly. And I think they were quite excited for twenty blokes to turn up with the <laughs> load of booze for them. <laughs> as well. Jim, that's
4: class. I'm going to steal <laughs> that. Is I'm that, definitely going to throw that into the ideas game. That's brilliant, Jim. Was is, that, a, is that the Lou Lurine- Reed?
3: perfect day
0: yeah so the Lou Reed one and then the BBC did a version a few years ago oh with all the celebs all the different celebrities so we kind of did that kind of thing where we all took a line and it was such a <laughs> oh wow yeah please oh, tell me some pie, was it Jim <laughs> can I just say yeah, it wasn't a London trader line it was a a
3: line <laughs> of the song I did not like. but I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> <I> missed that <laughs> well the, the irony is the song's about doing drugs anyway isn't it so well uh, And was used in Train Spotting for that very, yeah, very scene. So, so they
0: did a line while singing a line.
3: It's all all poetic.
0: So, can I just say at this point, we did not do a line. We just sang a line.
4: (laughs) Just pills
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> just did a little
4: passed around a little baggie of MDMA it was fine that's it just okay just
3: a little pill we were just taking it easy we had a long day
4: left so fine I'm gonna eat uh,
0: this
1: for you Jack <laughs> what, what is doing your
0: news story
2: Um, so the BBC had a
0: uh, should we call it a ticker fart um, as they yes were, yes 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 I've seen this very so
2: good. BBC BBC News uh, as they were talking about the football uh, the ticker at the bottom came up and said Man United are rubbish and then,
1: <laughs> and then a so couple, petty, of, I love couple it. of seconds
2: later it said weather raining everywhere And uh, they had to come back on and apologize later on because uh, a trainee had been, they were showing him how to use the ticker system and he was just putting in stuff like just to test out how the
4: system worked Ah,
1: and sent it,
4: sent it live. It's like see that's so he's obviously a nice human whoever was doing that because like if it was me or Brad, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> some of the things that would have been broadcast on the BBC yes, was yeah. very different. <laughs> but notice Jack actually uh, make an appearance on the news, bring a news news story yeah, yeah, to yeah. the news. Like, I'm, kind, I'm kind of a news guy now. Just that's, browsing uh, the channels. <laughs> just, am I on
2: here? Am I, am I, am, when am I, on the I BBC? I'm trying to change the stereotype about myself. I'm not bald. I'm not from Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it it reminded me I thought I'd ask if any of you who ever had any uh, mishaps younger in your career I um, I once got really severely bollocked because I made a Mother's Day rap for my mum when I was working at Heart and I'd gone into the spare studio and, and recorded on the mics there the the lyrics to this song which went it's Mother's Day, bitch. It's Mother's Day, bitch. Oh, <laughs> I nice. gotta give thanks. I got the Mother's Day itch. itch. <laughs> when I was young, I used to suck on your tits. But now I'm all grown up. I don't do that
3: anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
3: Unless, um, by the way, you are that individual from my news article uh, last week. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got severely bollocked. Luckily, it hadn't gone out on air. Um but obviously you know all what, mics is live. What, what if I'd have accidentally um put the mic live whilst I was filming it also I uploaded the video to YouTube and had all the heart branding oh. in the background oh. <laughs> oh.
4: magnificent
2: um yeah, yeah so that, that was that was my my trainee mishap
0: <laughs> not official heart uh recording no just people need to know um yeah, I'm trying to think of anything that I did. Definitely had stuff go out on air that wasn't meant to go out on air. You know, when you're trying to... Radio stations have this way. You you like to record phone calls so you don't have to put them live because people can just say anything. But every studio you're ever in has got a different way of recording phone calls while you're on air. And some of them involve putting the microphone up and just hoping that it isn't going out. <laughs> yeah. And quite often, it is going out. So... People just hear half conversations. People hear you just talking nonsense to callers. It's just (laughs) awful. One of my favourite ones of those, though, was in the the Scunthorpe Telegraph. Um, In the obituaries section, they ran uh, a template. It just said, at the top, it just said, you know where it says the surname at the top? Yeah. It just said, cock. (laughs) Then underneath said, forename. Then it said, please complete the following fields as you type. And then a gap you will see a preview of your advert, full stop, <laughs> <laughs> And that made it into the paper. Amazing.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't get, show, I think, to the-
2: wouldn't get any of that sort of stuff with uh, Jim okay. looking after the content editing now for Dad's Net. Uh,
0: no. no, you wouldn't, especially if Jim could get into the Dad's Net website <laughs> <laughs> using his credentials, which don't seem to let him do it. So my company guy, uh, <laughs> my company guy, run might not be too long. I might be getting sacked before this podcast is not, even nothing. out. Not I'm, I'm hoping this
2: time next week we've got a really, you know, a classic um, gym trainee or new guy story.
1: Yeah, exactly. There hey, we'll... noob,
4: just start calling him noob. <laughs> yeah, noob.
3: He's the rookie. Oh, Gonna hey, get look. hazed, aren't I? Uh, Brad, what's your new story this week? Um, all right, so. Trendy pub ditches traditional toilets and asks customers to throw sawdust down instead. Oh. All right. So... There's a trendy London bar <laughs> that has disposed of its flushing toilets and swapped them out for sawdust in a bid to save the environment. Oh, man. All right. But what about Except my... Except the, the trees
0: that they're cutting down mm. for the sawdust, obviously. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank's Cafe, which opened in 2009, is located on the top floor of the Peckham Levels car park in southeast London and apparently offers jaw-dropping views of the capital and... Um, Pants but, dropping please. but basically now what it is is you go to a long drop there's no i mean it's not even a long drop it's more of like a short drop you can't flush your poo you literally just squat down crap throw some sawdust over it and then leave mm-hmm. now the the crazy side is that's there until one of their people come and clean that up yeah Right. Which, by, by the way, they are, what they're trying to do is use the human waste and excrement as fertilizer because they are part of a, um, a company called Compost Solutions. Lovely. So they're um, selling your poo? it sounds uh, like it right we should be making a bit of money from this uh, capitalism Come on. <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs> go to a pub if you have a dump you get a 10% discount on your pint I mean, I, I, I mean, I surely
0: this more. is the opposite this is where supply is outstripping demand surely
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah I think so but here's here's the craziest thing right is you like you can go to the loo after someone else and if they haven't thrown sawdust down you're like clocking eyes with have you never poop. been to Glastonbury, Brad? Cuz like that is that's how it works, man. <laughs> never been to Glastonbury, been to Reading, had a couple of eye-opening experiences there, but not oh, man, the long drop. Down. I've never stared down the barrel of someone else's poop.
4: Oh, uh, at Glastonbury, I've been in a cubicle. It was like a it was like a big hole that was dug in and they just plonked a load of cubicles on, and there were like two like rows of two and I was literally having a wee in one of these bits of Did long drop and someone past? opposite you know someone is like literally in the cubicle right front of me and I just saw it just dropping <laughs> down out of their ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and I was like I don't ever need to go to a festival again like I like music but like yeah but the, the thing is
2: no. after after two kids yeah, I feel yeah. like this isn't going to phase me you <laughs> you're desensitised uh, yeah I, it wouldn't I, I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if I walked in and someone's stood there bent over 90 degrees wipe my bum <laughs> okay but like, like like you just, just walk in a room you just walk in a room there there yeah. wipe my bum
3: brilliant but it's like but, but it's like uh, like I, I see part of where you're coming from Jack but like I I can tolerate my kids I can't tolerate other people's kids I can tolerate my kids <laughs> shit I can't tolerate other people's uh, kids yeah. shit I, I, I like I would not be able to handle someone else's deuce like uh, so Sparky, like just floating in front of me or walking into a toilet. I mean, it's bad enough when you go into like the services and someone's decided to do it and oh. it flush and you're like,
1: for
4: fuck's
0: sake. <laughs>
3: I'm such so just- a
4: snob with that. That's one thing I'm really a snob with. You can't toilet. Man. Use a bog brush after you're a sicko.
0: Yeah. it is horrible Well, they just leave it or they well, people piss all over the seat as well yeah. especially because you know, it sound You sound like our to, mums now sorry. <laughs> but no I have to take my you know I have to take my daughter into public toilets oh, when yeah. I'm just with her yeah. and you know she wants to, she obviously has to sit down yeah. and it, you know yeah. it's quite often it's like oh which is the least disgusting of these toilets for you to <laughs> yeah. sit yeah. on yeah. Yeah, it's just horrible just aim better aim better yeah. oh, like, Just oh, the oh. lid up for a start I've got a foolproof solution What's that? A oh, solution. Sit, the, the, wrong on the, sit yeah. the wrong way the seat. Sit the wrong way. Good point. But and I, I know, feel like I'd be more likely to
4: get my penis to touch the toilet seat. And if that ever happens, I feel sick for the rest of the day. You know, like, <laughs> you, you know, boys, you've all done it. If your cocks accidentally brushed the toilet seat, I mean, you're like, that's <laughs> it, I've got an STI now, off the freaking services shit. <laughs> you're like, you're like, SJ,
3: SJ, I swear, I don't know where those herpes came from. Exactly.
4: <laughs> but we've all been worried about it at one point in our life. You've all done that accidentally, <laughs> gone, oh, go oh no! flashback, yeah, yeah. Freaking anti back in my cock, right? <laughs> <laughs> i fear of what I've just got off the toilet seat. <laughs> sorry, sorry for that image. <laughs> and on that
0: bombshell, this is Loose Dads. On the way, we will be answering questions from Dadsnet members. It's coming up very soon. But we will get away from that thought. I promise.
4: I need a lot, just so you know, guys. <laughs> I'm Al. I'm JK. And we're from Don't Tell Your Mum. Another podcast from the Dad's Net. And this is what you can expect. I am walking down a catwalk with Isla and Ted, hand in hand, behind Harvey Price. (laughs) Apparently they had like OK Magazine were taking photos and The Sun and ITV were there. And I was like, my life. Was Casey Price there? No. (laughs) I mean, can I speak freely? Yes, you can. Go. (laughs) She was in Thailand. So then what happened was he turned up. He wasn't clean shaven or or trimmed. And they said, is there anyone in the building that knows how to trim a beard? (laughs) Did you volunteer that as well? No, I bloody didn't. (laughs) But Jen did Oh good old Jen You trimmed Harvey Price's beard 20 minutes later I am in Harvey Price's (laughs) Hotel room with some razors trimming his beard. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? How? I'm looking at my life and thinking, how How am I here? Yeah. Hey, I'm now a hairdresser to the stars. Yo, yes you are! I didn't even think about it. Like, I'll add that to my resume. You're going
1: to have your own wax, your own gel range. Yes.
3: So after you've listened to this podcast, why not listen to Don't Tell Your Mum? You can get it wherever you download your podcasts
0: this is loose dads from dad's net it's a podcast with some four blokes and one of them is me i'm jim and one of them is jack and another is sparky and the other one is brad so uh we're on social media as well at loose dads pod on instagram or search loose dads podcast on facebook and you'll find our group as well right let's answer some big questions the big question of the week Um, these are questions from the Dadsnet members on the Dadsnet forums on Facebook all free to join all confidential and so you can rant and rave and say what you like Um, this one says I feel we're losing control of bedtimes my two year old goes to sleep when he eventually crashes out 8.30 most nights but it could be earlier wakes up throughout the night my six year old goes down at 7.30 but shouts for mummy if she doesn't get to sleep 12 year old just falls asleep on the sofa suggested he goes to bed because he's got his head on the arm of the sofa and he just gives you some back chat what do you guys have as boundaries or routines does anyone (laughs) want to take on this Brad, you must have a good bedtime routine for your kids, I bet. They're regimented, they're in bed at 7.52, oh, exactly.
3: Well, you're not too far, Jim. It's about 7.50 is when they need to go to the toilet and empty their bladders. Uh, and then we get I get them into bed probably just before 8, and then I read a little bit to them. Um, and then I leave the room, and they pretend to go to sleep, but they don't. Because they sit talking to each other for probably about another thirty-five minutes, and then they pass out. <laughs> um, so, but as long as they're not bothering you, okay, yeah, that's fine, right? Exactly, exactly. That's what bedtime's for, isn't it? it yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and they're in the same room. They love being in the same room together. They're in bunk beds, um, so, and they're young. Let them just talk and have their little, you know, catch up at the end of the day before they they pass out. But we've. Um, We kind of introduced that, like, from the get-go when they were so young. So we've always stuck to it because kids need structure. um, And, I mean, sometimes a a good gas canister of um, sleeping gas stuff, um, (laughs) it helps. (laughs) Um, sometimes we can create like a vacuum and remove all the oxygen from the room. That tends to help as well. <laughs> um, sneaking, crushing up and sneaking sleeping pills in their food. Uh, that No, I'm joking. I'm joking <laughs> before anyone takes me bloody seriously. <laughs>
1: but
3: um, every parent's thought of it, Brad. Yeah, but, you yeah, know, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, can we do this? But yeah. no, no, we, we started kind of a lot of bedtime structure from from early stages. I honestly wouldn't know how to help anyone out who's in a position where it's kind of just gone all wrong to be honest right yeah Um, so you just
0: because it's had that structure yeah yeah, you've not had to go back and rectify things
1: yeah Yeah. Uh, what's it
2: like ours has always been really structured Um, bath uh, dinner bath stories bed Uh, it's 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 really structured It's, it's such a boring answer but it's it's really structured and they go to bed really well I mean, they're three and four, so maybe I just haven't reached the difficult age.
4: Please tell oh, me. no, don't <laughs> please say tell that. me that's not true. <laughs> but Jack, please tell me you had some relapses though, because ours is going off the rails right now with Jackson. Oh, yeah. You like, always
3: get your sleeping regressions. You always get the Yeah, stages. yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah but, you- but
2: going to bed has never been a problem. Yeah. One, yeah. like an hour yeah, later. Th- yeah, they could, they'll wake up every every half hour, but <laughs> going to bed <laughs> isn't
4: a problem oh no, we got a going to bed problem at the moment. Mm. It's like, no bed, no. Like we go, we're right in the middle of like the no stage and yeah. uh, Jackson's two and a half. If you, um, I'm, I'm just saying that for the listener's benefit. Um, and he, yeah, uh, he right now is going through a no bed. You can't even put the sleep bag on him because he'll just keep kicking his legs like to, mm. to that. But he's been really structured. We always do exactly what you guys do. Dinner, bath, bed, you know, like in he knows what's coming next. And um, yeah, he's just having none of it now. So is, I could probably do with the advice. Is he um, is he still in his nursery?
2: Yeah, he's still in his. He's in in his own. Oh, and he doesn't go to nursery. No, 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 no. Oh, like, in- like, is it still his baby room? Yeah. So, what has worked really well for us is as soon as you change it up, out of that, make that bedroom uh, an exciting, a fun place to be. So. That's I've I've built a giant sort of like cabin, like a like the frame of a house in Jake's room that has a double bed at the bottom of it, and it's a jungle room, so it's got vines wrapped around it and all that sort of stuff. But it's it's this fun place to go, you know. Bed's not. Yeah,
4: it's, it's
2: it's still, not we haven't even shit.
4: changed his cot into a cot bed yet. So like- so
2: like maybe try that, give that a go. I've just put Harry in a um, like a high up cabin bed. And put a pirate steering wheel on it and a telescope and stuff like that. And and suddenly, like he
4: loves getting into bed. That's a great shout. That, that I'm, I'm like literally going to run downstairs to actually go. I've got yeah. the problem solved. <laughs> Jacks fixed it
2: for us. But like, try, I when, that's, that's when we moved is. them, when we moved them out of their cot, you know, took the side off. It was we we made it an exciting thing, right? Like, isn't this amazing? So then when it came to bedtime, it was like oh, you get to go to bed tonight in
0: that bed. Yeah and he's so he's, easily he's getting,
4: manipulated like that I'm sorry Jim <laughs> he's,
0: like, he's getting to that age though isn't he he's getting to that age where he starts to want to do kind of more grown up things and he's mm. like you know when yeah. they're really little they just run around and you know do whatever and I, I guess now he's getting more conscious of you know oh you two are staying down there and doing fun things yeah. and you know what what am I going to do? You know, you're watching the 1% club. Why am I not watching the 1% <laughs> club? So,
4: and it's annoying when we have to and pause it because we want to watch yeah. the 1% club. I knew there was a decimal point in the middle of like, <laughs> But Jim, you've got the most best behaved kids in the world. So like, surely you've got the answers to this <laughs> question. Yeah, it's the same though. It's like, I,
0: we've always had that routine. It, it, no, I guess, no, they always went down sort of at the time, you know, maybe it was difficult to get them to go to sleep at some points, but, um, but yeah, it's that routine again for us. It's it's what's working. Yeah. And now they're fine. Now, my son does like to call me in a couple of times just after, just to, uh, you know, prolong the evening. Yeah. I like, he kind of, yeah. I think he just does it because he knows it annoys me a little bit. So have I got some fresh water? Yeah, you've got fresh water. You know that. Yeah. You saw me bring it in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. And then I'll go back in and goes, what if I need to do a poo? <laughs> we'll just go to the toilet. <laughs> All right. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Just checking. Oh,
3: but speaking of that, sorry, I know I'm changing the topic a little bit here. So the other night, Cole's like, oh, oh, I need to go to the toilet. Oh, I don't want, you know, like sometimes I don't know if you guys have ever had it, but like sometimes the kids can go through stages where they just fear going to have a crap. Like, this is no rhyme or reason for it. They just want to hold it in. They don't want to go. I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, uh. (coughs) So I said, dude, (coughs) you go make a poo and I'll take you to McDonald's or get a McClurry dude, I could have sworn he won the marathon up that
1: stairs. Up <laughs> up. It's done. Let's to feel so much better
4: now. I'm like, there we go. Oh, can't believe an you'd answer. risk upsetting your son like that because then when you got to McDonald's, they're like, sorry, the ice cream machine and <laughs> machine's broken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but my son pooed. I promised him.
4: <laughs> there
0: must be an app though for which ice cream which machines are being fixed and which... <laughs> I've, are always, working. I've always they- said
3: this, right? I think McDonald's are just horrible for the fact that like when you come up to the drive-thru, they should have a big display that says what's not available before you get stuck in the car <laughs> queue. And then you there, know was no a, way- there
4: was a great, Scott Mills did this on Radio 1. It was great. It's like you should turn off one side of the McDonald's arch if the milkshake machine's broken. You know, the light that everyone <laughs> sees on the motorway. <laughs> if you turn off half, you go, oh, well, we can't go there today because then you're not getting in the queue, which is yeah. the annoying bit.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's now an N for no. We don't need the rest of them. <laughs> um, uh, but do, you, do, you, do you guys nice. ever have this um, when it comes to bedtime? Like you can ask your kids, uh, oh, how was school? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, great. Learn anything? Nah, can't remember. Tuck them into bed and then it's just verbal diarrhea. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Did you know about dinosaurs,
0: Daddy? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Have I told you about an apatosaurus? And a <laughs> not, not the time. for <laughs> Jake, Jake,
2: um, he starts calling me in, and he's uh, he's he's got emotionally manipulative with it. So he'll call me in, Daddy, Daddy. You go, yes, mate. I really miss you
1: oh see that's the stuff
2: could could i just have could i just have a cuddle like well we did cuddle for five minutes didn't we just you know we always do we we did do that and yeah just just another long cuddle and what i have to do now is um the way i get out of it i have to give every one of his stuffed monkeys a kiss
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And that that apparently solves that problem. Oh nice. He doesn't miss me then. <laughs> and if there's an outbreak of
0: monkeypox in uh, Norfolk, we know yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah. <laughs> Stuffed monkeypox. <laughs> Uh, one more question then. Uh, this is only a short one. Is it strange that I don't want to celebrate my birthday? I just want an ordinary day and to have some quiet time. Is that something that happens when you're That's a dad? Sounds like dad? a celebration to me. <laughs> yes, it's <Yes. laughs> great. Quiet time is the thing. Isn't
3: it? Yeah. That's I, the present. I yeah. thought I thought I was being smug and I booked off next week as holiday and I thought, yes, like a week to myself. And then I realized that the kids are on holiday. Oh no! (laughs) so now you have to do all the parenting
1: (laughs) gotta spend time with them so so
3: to have a birthday just to yourself and do nothing that sounds amazing (laughs) (laughs) Sounds amazing but uh, having said that though like I don't know how you guys feel I really don't give a shit about my birthday anymore yeah I'm over it now I'm like
4: (laughs) speak for yourself I want a present you, I mean, I'm yeah. always up for presents, but it doesn't have to be my birthday. Let's just make that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I had um, I had COVID on my
0: birthday this year. So that kind of put a damner on things. Uh, um,
3: but I quite like it, quite like it as a day to go out and do something, you know. Yeah. It, but like, but the, the thing I, is like, I think probably what's, you know, happened for me in the past is like, life is so busy for everyone right now. And there's always like an expectation on your birthday that someone has to make an effort. And when yep. no one does, you're like, Oh, am I not special enough to celebrate? So them into shape. (laughs) Why aren't they making an effort? Are you making an effort on their birthdays? Oh, it depends on who we're talking about. Uh, (laughs) This is one of your kids, but not the other. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about the wife. (laughs) (laughs) okay. Okay. Um I mean, maybe
0: maybe we'll leave that there.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so guys, how about this weather?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> So moving on, before anyone incriminates themselves <laughs> or anything else, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Thank you very much for listening, uh, especially if you've come from GB News. We appreciate that you've stuck all the way through this. And maybe maybe you've decided now capitalism's rubbish, or maybe you've just decided that Brad's the voice of reason and you need to support him against these three marshmallows over here. He's looking at you, L. <laughs>
1: yeah. So
0: if you did enjoy what you heard then tell someone about it that's how we get more listeners recommendations uh, please tell them about it leave reviews for us as well especially Apple Podcast that really sends us up the charts uh, five stars is always nice and don't forget you can catch us on social media at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram and just search Loose Dads Podcast on Facebook thank you very much to Jack thank you thank you to Sparky thanks boys and thank you to Brad's. Thank you very much. And we will be back next week.
4: Loose Dads, a DadsNet original podcast.